we have the BAM. People may know her as Bambi from Love and Hip Hop joining me here on the show here tonight. Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio. BAM, what's going on? Welcome to the show. How's your night going? It's going great. Thanks for having me on here, too. I appreciate that. Of course. Congratulations on everything that you've achieved this far. And I'm hearing that you're going to be moving back to L.A., especially with some of your shops. Well, I'm opening up a house in Shimmer in L.A. for sure, but I'm not necessarily, like, moving back there myself. Just the shops. Yeah, just some Shimmer. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Shimmer Life Clothing. That part. Exactly. And yeah. so I know that you possibly there could be possibly another love and hip hop Atlanta coming out this summer. I heard that it was recorded and taped and everything. Yes, it is actually. Um, the season is set to air, I think, around July or August, to be honest. Um, I don't know exactly, but I think it's going to be either July or August. How many episodes do you know that you did for the season? So, look, we, um, the crazy thing about it is, like, the fans were kind of, or, you know, like, just the people that watched the show. I don't want to call people fans, maybe, like, supporters or whatever. But they were a little confused about how the seasons are right now. So, like, last season was actually just, like, half of the season. And then we just kind of, like, stopped. And then now we're, like, picking up. So, it's basically still season 10. It's just a two-parter. Yeah, they're doing two parts. So I guess they're doing that with a lot of series now. So they'll start it and then stop it like halfway through and then start another show and then, you know, pick up after that. Mm-hmm. So that's where we at with it. You're originally from Compton, California. You've described it just it was it was rough growing up there. It's everything that you see on TV. But you went to move to Atlanta to pursue your music career. Did you try pursuing music in, in Los Angeles first or because Atlanta just had such a boom and scene at the time? That's when you took off and decided to see if you can pick something up there. Well, no, I actually didn't even move here to do music. I actually came here as a student. Like I was going to school here and um, that was my thing. That was the reason why I moved here. And then I moved back home to L.A. I finished school there and it was just like... Atlanta was developing. I was actually like more so like an actress than like I was doing like a lot of acting stuff. And Atlanta was really starting to like develop like a movie scene and, you know, TV series and all that stuff. So I came back here for that. Um, But I just, you know, I was like, you know what? I have been kind of like, I've grown up like around music, like forever. Like both of my parents were musicians. I always tell people that like my mom used to sing. Um, what is that? Oh, they're delivering something, but they did it with a song. <laughs> but um, so like my mom, like she would sing and my dad was in a band. So, you know, it's just always been in me. And I just kind of decided to do that when I got here. Were there any instruments that you learned from your father because you said your father was in a band? Yeah, my dad plays a drum. I didn't necessarily learn that from him. I didn't pick up on it. All I would do at the time was just kind of like dance around to his little um, drums and stuff. But uh, I'm sorry, I think I'm pressing some buttons. But um, I did play a few instruments like when I was like in middle school and elementary school. Nothing that really stuck with me, though. When was Bam's introduction into hip-hop? If you can remember your first hip-hop memory. 
my first memory was okay so when i was living back home in la it was like you know a lot of these local artists and they had these mixtapes and all this stuff and one of the guys like they wanted me to do like a, a intro where i was like talking and kind of narrating throughout their mixtape but when i was doing that i was kind of like rhyming at the same time and I wasn't necessarily just talking. And so that's that was like my real intro. I was like, you know what? Like, y'all ain't gonna just be having me on here talking, like on these mixtapes. I'm gonna get cracking. <laughs> <laughs> what were your thoughts when you eventually heard about the Straight Outta Compton and NWA, especially when that movie came out? What were your thoughts on how the hip hop scene started from Compton and how it evolved to this day and opened up the path for creatives? Well, that was like my real introduction to just knowing about what hip-hop was and all that kind of stuff just growing up around that and um it was it was really nice to see it on film i know a lot of people didn't really appreciate it because obviously like you're not really gonna depict everything as accurate as it was happening like back then but just from like connecting the pieces like listening to the music back then and then you know, seeing it as a movie, it, I was excited about it. it. It was definitely a motion picture, and it, it opened up a whole new fan base for NWA at that time, and everyone getting to know about Compton and California and how the artists really started booming there and started bringing in new artists. And then you found your way, and it just because you were originally going to school and you minored in theater. I did. That's crazy that you know that, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did. Um, I ended up graduating from Cal State Dominguez, and that's like in Carson, California, so it's like right next to Compton, Mm -hmm. but I thought theater was going to be like a real easy minor to pick up. I was like, let me just do something easy. I've already taken all the classes, you know, to get my bachelor's degree or whatever, so let me just find something real easy. I'm like, theater, like, that's going to be easy. I ain't going to have to do shit, but that was like one of the most difficult minors I probably could have ever chosen to be honest because you know it just kind of put me on the spot just threw me out there I had to do all kind of stuff that I never even thought about and taking these acting classes were there anything that you picked up because sometimes people tell me if they're an actor they feel as though you just have it or you don't when it comes to acting was there anything that you picked up because obviously you have it you were going on to be in independent films doing extra work and even reality tv shows basketball wise la and love and hip-hop which everyone knows you for was there anything that you picked up from these acting classes early on it was a professor a professor and um, his name was tony Plana. And I don't know if anybody is familiar with the show Ugly Betty, but he was like the dad on that show. Okay. He's been on a lot of other things. But I think that's the girl with the braces and the glasses, like from way yeah. back in the day. Yeah. yeah. I remember that when I was Erica young. Erica Ferreira, right? That's her name. I think, so like, yeah. He was actually working on that show um, as like a part of the cast or whatever. And so when I was like in my classes doing my thing or whatever, he's like, you know, it's, I don't know, like it's a lot of money out here for actors and actresses, and I feel like maybe you should pursue this a little bit more. And he also told me that being a college student and doing some background would help me out a lot. So I'm like, hmm, okay. And it was so crazy that I ended up doing background on that show, Ugly Betty. Like I was like 
a main like background. It that really is a thing for a lot of people. If y'all don't know, like being a main character on background, because I'm like working in the office every day, and that's how I end up becoming like a part of the Screen Actors Guild from working on Ugly Betty because I had worked on it for like months and months and months. It was like a, a normal job for me when I wasn't in school taking classes. I was doing background on Ugly Betty. Wow. And from there, was that with the background work on Ugly Betty that lead you to Basketball Wise LA? Well, I was, I did that and I had did so many other things like in LA. Independent films too. Yeah, like all these independent films. I'm doing music videos. I'm just, whatever was out there that I could kind of like put my hands on, I was doing it. Um, And then like when I moved here to Atlanta, I really, I was like working on a, a series here and it was it was on a local TV channel and out here, like it was just, to be honest, so inspiring. Like just seeing so many people like me, um, just pursuing everything that they were, whatever it, it was that they were trying to do. Um, it just inspired me to do what I really wanted to do at the time, which was music. So I started doing that and then started kind of creating a following based off of that. And so that's how Basketball Wives basically came into fruition because my friend was on there and so they were auditioning all of her friends and then when they got to me they're like oh like you know you got these songs out like we like you we like the vibe like you're an artist that's different whatever so I got on that show like that and then you know just kind of been moving (laughs) you you met Scrappy right out at a club in Taboo I met him here um in in Atlanta yeah so that was a long time ago. You didn't like his demeanor the night that you met him because he had like a frown on. Yeah, he was a little aggressive and, you know, like I felt like he was kind of banging on me. Like, like what up, cuz? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? I left LA. I'm trying to get away from that. And then we know how that turned out, you being on Love & Hip Hop for a couple seasons there and still on there and still getting cameos. How was it getting acclimated to that reality TV lifestyle, especially with the cameras being all up on you, especially in the, the personal life? Lot. It was really hard, to be honest. Like, um, it's still hard because I feel like they only capture so much of who you really are. And then a lot of it is just kind of like perception, you know? So they'll see like a small portion of who I am. And then after that, everything else is just perception. They're just guessing, using their imagination on, you know, about whatever else I'm doing throughout the day in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Going into reality TV, was there anything that changed your mind viewing it from before when we saw shows like I Love New York and Flavor of Love back in the day? Was there anything that changed your mind about walking into the show once you actually had the experience on there? Not necessarily because those shows were so different and I feel like they were actually like competing. You know what I'm saying? Like they were trying to, they knew what the goal was and they knew what the mission was. So it was really no third lines, but like with this, it's different, you know, because it's like I'm not in a competition. I'm just really trying to just be me. Just be you. And we could tell that right across from the show and everything that you've gone through with Scrappy that we learned about. But you've been releasing some music recently, Cali Wave. Yeah. So Cali Wave, honestly, that is so crazy. Um, my little homegirl, Cali, she's from here. She's from Atlanta. And 
she's she's so lit like she's like really underrated but she's gonna be like everybody's gonna know about her in a little bit but I was listening to her music and it really inspired me to kind of like do stuff again so she was the first person that I did a feature with and that feature is called Cali Wave and it's out now on all platforms and um ever since then I've just been rolling I'm working on my own project now for 2022 is that the main goal for you right now is to pursue your music career further in which you are working on your new project 100 percent, absolutely that's what i'm doing good for you because I, you have so many talents and interests in this industry because they always say that when you're in your 20s you're trying to find yourself are there times like when you still feel as though you're trying to find yourself because you have so many talents and interests well for me i just feel like i kind of to be honest, like, I, I really feel like I wasted some time um, and just getting so, like, people were really consumed with my personal life once I got on Living Hip Hop. And for me, I I kind of regret it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, they, these people really, they forgot about everything that I had going on before that. They just became totally consumed with, like, my relationship, who I'm with, why am I doing this? What am I doing? Like, it was just so personal. And um, that, that's just one of my biggest regrets, just to be honest. Like, I, I feel like I probably should not have done that show. With your music, because we always talk about rap, you want to rap what you live and rap your story. Are you going to be going shying away from your personal life and your music and speaking about stories that you went through because we've seen what you have told and what we've gone through on Love and Hip Hop? Absolutely not. That is pretty much going to be the basis of my music, like my personal life. So, I mean, obviously with a little razzle-dazzle on it, because you see what's going on right now in music. Like, you see people are truly being prosecuted for anything that they say. And um, obviously, that's a whole other subject, but that's very unfair, because we're supposed to be artists. We're supposed to be able to be creative. and Freedom of speech. Freedom of speech. Say what we want say what we feel in say you know whatever but that ain't the case right here so um but yeah to answer your question i absolutely will be using some you know things that has have occurred do you know especially with the the ysl situation going on because in new york fat joe and jay-z signed a bill in which you can't charge any rappers for their lyrics and investigate them and get them hooked up in any cases is there anyone that you know of that is working in Atlanta right now to stop that from happening, at least in Atlanta, so we don't have another YSL situation again? Not personally, but I do know that people are, you know, speaking up and using their voices against it. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, for the sake of where we are right now in, in this industry that they don't let that ride. Because we got so much talent out here and we have so many young people and a lot of them are just kind of following the trends of, you know, older artists or more seasoned artists. And, you know, they telling stories that are just kind of like movies. You know what I'm saying? And it, it ain't necessarily life. And speaking of everyone following the trends, I would love to have your take because Drake just dropped this house album. What are your thoughts on the Honestly Nevermind album that just dropped if you were able to listen to it? I like to wait until the hype kind of dies down so I don't get sucked in and drawn into other people's opinions so i ain't even really listened to it yet i have downloaded it because i am a drake fan but i haven't listened to it i listened to one song on there um 
and I, I can't even remember um, what the name of it, but um, my homegirl, like, um, she's, you know, married to, like, one of the guys from Trillville, Don P., and they used their sample on one of the songs. So I listened to that one for sure, because that was, like, a night we were out, and, you know, we were toasting it up to that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait, because the reviews are kind of, they're a little sketchy right now. They're terrible. They have his album completely in the dumps and all negative reviews. And I don't like that as far as a creative standpoint, because as a creative, you're supposed to invent your own sound and create your own lane and do things different. And, I, you know, I'm a little biased because, like I said, I am a Drake fan. So as soon as I hear his voice, I'm like, oh, it's a bop, you know, <laughs> so I just got to wait until all this little hype dies down so I can formulate my own opinion. Yeah, it's different for sure. Have you thought about signing to any major labels or are you staying independent right now? I haven't thought about it um, just because, you know, I'm I'm really smart, like in terms of generating my own, like, you know, revenue. (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, I haven't thought about it, but I'm not opposed to it. You're not opposed to it. And it's always important to stay independent. Like you said, you're generating your own revenue. And if there's an artist out there, because you said there's a lot of young up and coming talent, who's someone that you want to work with because you just did a feature for Cali Wave? I did a feature with Cali. To be honest, like I'm I'm just open to work with a lot of people. I don't necessarily like I'm not one of those people to be like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't like that style. But I, I really do appreciate like the 2000s like the early 2000s and like 90s rap and shit like that's really I I was like brought up on that so um anybody that's given that type of energy I'm definitely down to collab with them because because even a lot of the younger artists they're like you know using the 90s and early 2000s like vibes especially Tory Lanez I know he does that a lot yeah for sure Absolutely. If you could pick five artists to work with from that 90s and 2000s time period that you would say influenced your hip hop career in any sort of way, who would those artists be? 90s? 90s and early 2000s. I mean, there's so many. I was really like during that that era, I'm like a big Pac fan. I'm a Biggie fan also. Like um, Jay-Z is still at the top of my list to this day. Lil Wayne and like so many other people. Lil Kim, Nicki Minaj, like everybody. I'm just a fan of hip hop in general. You know, I feel like there's a lot of people out here that hate and they get in, they get sucked into these little fan groups and they feel like I can only like this person or I can only ride for this person. And, and that's just so, it's so lame to me. It's like real corny. Yeah. But, Especially with the media game, how it is today, everyone's always under a microscope. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And people should be able to just live their lives. That's all. And, and just not paying attention to the criticism that's out there because that's all the media does. They try to paint artists in the most negative light. They absolutely do. And then, you know, now all these fans have a platform to be able to kind of just see themselves saying like nasty shit just for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So like they under all these blog posts just being rude and nasty for no reason, for absolutely no reason. 
it's just like I don't know where where we're going, but where we are right now is very weird. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen people just want to hate for no reason. Yeah, I think I don't know what it has to do with. Maybe it's I don't know. People must be going things in their personal lives, or maybe they don't have a life. As sad as that sounds, because. There's too much negativity on social media and in the, in the comments, even like death threats when you hear about people, too. I just feel like people have too much access to you these days. Before it was like, you know, if we like someone. We're like, we never really had access to these people, like the people that we liked because we were too young to go see them in the club. And if we go see them do a concert, like we were just like a spectator and that was it. But now these people have so much access to anyone. Like, you can really send a message to Beyonce. Not that she's going to see it. Not that she's going to respond. But she may just see it. Or someone she knows may see it. Like, these people have so much access. And I think that's where, um, you know, that's where the chaos starts. It's just like, y'all got too much access. Too much access. Completely right. And breaking the mold, especially with Scrappy on the show and loving hip hop. What would you say? How would it be if you would be able to give some advice to up and coming actors in the game right now? What is the key to breaking the mold to someone that you have a personal relationship on a TV show as far as acting wise? I say, um, you know, just really stay true to yourself and understand that if you jump into like this world of reality TV, it's it's not easy to be honest like people look at it like oh like you know anybody can get on these shows but anybody can't because everybody would be but um if you do happen to land a role on one of these shows like just you know you just gotta be who you are and you can't really expect people to be loyal to you because when it comes to uh, opportunities and TV and all that stuff, people just kind of lose it. You know, they get lost in, in the sauce, so to speak. Bam, what can we expect from your upcoming EP? Because I know you're working on it. Absolutely. Just um, expect the unexpected. And the unexpected is, you know, people don't... I, I think I do have like a really core like fan base of people who know me as an artist but a lot of the the new people they don't really know me as an artist so you know just expect to be surprised that's all i can say i mean making major noise out here with it especially you have your own mobile app too i do um we got the shimmer life app and i think the house of shimmer app is probably active right now i'm not sure um but yeah for sure Bam, is there anything else you want to let your fans know, your core fans know, that we didn't cover here in the interview? Yeah, well, I got a new Instagram page since Instagram's swiping my shit right now. I did see that. Uh, yes, my new page for right now is it's the Bam. Hopefully, I'll be getting my real page back soon. But if not, um, y'all can follow me on It's the Bam. It's I-T-Z, the Bam. And everything that I have going on is going to be like linked in my bio, so tap that link and tap in with the house of shimmer shimmer extension the music everything is on there 
Make sure you tap in. Bam, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Keep doing great things in all fields of the industry that you have coming up, especially with the upcoming project. It's going to be big. Keep going hard. I'm looking forward to it. Shout out to El Nice for connecting us and setting this up as well. And anytime that you want to come on the show, you're always welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. No problem. Enjoy the rest of your night. Take care and stay safe. All right. Have a good night. You too. Thank you.